0: Welcome to The Grange Point, where we hang out and talk about the latest news in science technology and how they relate to your everyday life. This podcast is brought to you by the Young Scientists of Australia, we a youth organisation aged 15 to 25 whose work is to promote science to the youth of Australia. belts are a staple of science fiction, but spotting one is actually really difficult. Contrary to what you might see in a science fiction film, asteroid belts are really spread out and actually hard to image, it, especially as close as they get to a star. But using the James Webb Telescope, we're able to spy a rocky, inner asteroid belt for the first time and get a lot of insight into how planets might be formed. And now we launch into our launch pad news segment. One of the amazing things about NASA's James Webb Space Telescope mission is that it enables us to see in great detail parts of the universe that we haven't had a chance to look at. Now if you had an ability to peer into the unknown, observe parts of the universe that no one's seen before, Where would you choose to look? Maybe at a black hole. Maybe at some unknown regions at the far edges of the visible spectrum. Maybe something really close by. Well, researchers have pointed the particular telescope, including researchers like Andras Gaspar of the University of Arizona and Tucson, have been recently looking at, and publishing in the journal Nature Astronomy, a new region of space around a relatively young star, now, the reason why they're staring at the star, and this star in particular is called vom Halt, it's not that it's the star in itself is that interesting. It is. It's relatively young. And the part that's most fascinating about this star is that, well, it has something that we have never seen before, at least visually, on other solar systems. It has an asteroid. Now this is really cool because we know that in our solar system we have a pretty neatly arranged asteroid belt between mars and jupiter actually it's not as simple as that and it's not as dense as a science fiction film would have you imagine but there are discrete groups of rocky objects in orbit around the sun herded to lagrange points in orbit around the sun those are the inner asteroid belts but you could also consider the Kuiper Belt, the place where all the comets and small objects way beyond Neptune, you could consider themselves also an asteroid belt too. Now, how solar system has these particular features because we really think at least unusually compared to other extrasolar systems, a inner core of rocky planets and then some super big gas giants far out. This creates some herding where. Planets like Jupiter and Saturn can sort of corral all of these asteroids into a tight orbital band. We don't see this in solar systems that have what we call a hot Jupiter, a planet that is the size of Jupiter, a large gas giant, but really close to the sun, maybe in the position of equivalently of Venus or Mercury in our solar system. So we don't see the same arrangement of that's and thus we haven't really in that many other systems seen the nice neat arrangement of asteroid belts so for scientists trying to understand how our asteroid belt formed and what purpose it serves and how common it is it's a bit tricky to understand now that's what makes formal so special is because when scientists have been turning their attention to it they have found an asteroid belt one similar our solar system and one that they can see in infrared light. It's the first time we've actually managed to catch a glimpse of one. One of the reasons why catching a glimpse of an asteroid belt is tricky is because, well, they don't create light, so they don't emit light, and because they're so small they don't often reflect light either, and so you're looking for a small, small signature. And because they are so small, each little bit of that asteroid belt, then you can't really use tricks like gravitational lensing to detect them as well. That's the way we detect, for example, extrasolar planets. So actually being able to prove and see some with infrared light is a feat in of itself. But to the researcher's surprise, the asteroid and the Kupi belt that they can see is way more complicated than our asteroid belt and our Kupi belt now when they examine the rings of rock around the star form hold there are three different nested belts starting at different regions they extend to around 23 billion kilometers from the star form hold if you want to put it in other terms that's around 150 au the distance from earth to the sun that's around twice the scale of our solar systems furthest most objects in the cupia belt. Now, that's as far as their belts of objects go, but there are also some inner belts, which, as I said before, are so difficult to image, and in fact, we've never seen before. Now, these inner belts circle the very young and very hot star. If you wanted to see this particular star for you would need to turn your attention to the southern constellation of Pisces, Astronus. Now these dusty belts are obviously, like most dusty objects or small objects in our solar system, uh, leftovers, debris disks. What we could imagine is the collisions between objects like asteroids and comets smashing into each other. Now it would, it's interesting to see around Formosan because we can actually see these debris disks. They're like the normally the building blocks for a planetary system. But in this case, they haven't yet coalesced into what we would recognise as, say, Mercury or Mars. Not to say that they will, but it's these types of large amounts of rocky debris very interesting to actually see in these inner rings. And if you look at the patterns in the inner rings, you can start to actually get a sketch or a feel for what a planetary system might eventually look like. and in fact you can actually see the influence of suspected planets lurking in the wake of the debris imagine if you're tracing a line in orbit you could disturb like a boat through water and leave ripples and wake behind you in this asteroid debris field you can actually see the trails of what could be planets this is really cool because this is actually a very different way to detect planets than we're actually normally used to looking now Telescopes like the Hubble Space Telescope, or the Herschel Space Observatory, or even the Atacama Large millimeter slash millimeter Array, ALMA, they can take pretty good images. And they have been imaging the outermost belt of Formalt. And they've looked carefully, but not been able to detect any structure inside it. But the thing is about the Webb Telescope is that it's actually able also to, able to image in infrared light. This is important because... Infrared actually is able to see glow, thermal glow, particularly from the dust in the inner regions, because it's so close to the star form hold that you can actually get some latent heat being emitted by the fine dust. And that is not possible with a pure visible light telescope, so that's one of the advantages of WIP. And it enables you to see this thermal glow of the dust in the inner regions, and you can actually start to trace out the path of objects in that region understand the complexity and the formation with just hubble and alma you're able to get beautiful pictures and able to understand the equivalent of our cupia belt around for but if you wanted to pad actually as part of the inner solar system there's not enough there for you to really get a good glimpse of unless you go to infrared now how these belts formed are probably very similar to what happened with jupiter which is corralling our asteroid belt, or Neptune corralling the Cupia belt. Now, Formald's dust rings were discovered way back in 1983 by NASA's Infrared astronomical Satellite, IRIS, and we've known about them for a long period of time and pointed all number of telescopes at them. But the rings that we see and these belts that we see around Formald are interesting because we're looking for proof of other objects there, for example, planets. Now, if you're able to map out, like we are now, with complex patterns and paths and wave patterns inside this dust cloud in the inner solar system around Malt, that gives us a really good indication that there's probably something interesting happening in this planetary system around that star. Something that is way more complicated and complex than what we've been able to observe by staring at the edge. Now, if you just think about a simple star system, you expect a lot of loose objects to gather around At the edge but not in the middle unless you have a more interesting system structure with big and small planets interacting with each other and by having the proof now that there is these dust clouds these asteroid belts in the inner part of the formal system it gives us a much better picture that it's actually very very tricky and complex and most likely has some protoplanet or planetary features in this ring the source of this stuff's cloud could also be particularly complex. It's not difficult to imagine it in a young star system two objects accreting and getting together all the bits around them, and then through gravitational forces smashing into each other. This we know happens in the formation of solar systems, and that could very well have happened here. And if you had a collision like that, particularly between two icy bodies smashing into each other, you would have then created a fine mist of particles spread out in orbit that then gets accreted into a disk. Now, there's lots of ideas around these protoplanetary disks forming around a star way back to the 1700s. It's even theorize that perhaps that's how some of the planets around our solar system have been formed and flattened but we've never really seen these debris discs forming in real time or actually as much as we could consider real time now this is a really cool thing to actually have now proof happening in an inner solar system we're not talking about the far-flung comets on the edge of a star's gravitational influence We're talking about something very active and very close in that's susceptible to all kinds of complex physics and reactions with each other. And this is what makes this particular piece of research so fascinating. Now, researchers like Andres Gaspar and others involved in this project published in the journal Nature Astronomy have really highlighted how cool it is to use new tools to shed light, in this case, infrared light, on a system that we have observed before. But now we can look at it in a different way. And we can learn much more interesting things. Things that will help us understand the way that planets form around stars and the way that small systems like our own in our inner rocky area around the sun can be influenced by objects close to that star and far out as well. The formation of planets is a really tricky topic, but using tools like the Webb Telescope, researchers like Kaspar and others publishing the journal of Natural Astronomy, we can gain a deep insight to planetary formation by studying the intricacies and complexities of asteroid belts around other stars. This has been the Young Scientist of Australia's podcast, LaGrange White. Infrared light captured by the James Webb Space Telescope were able to understand the formation of asteroid belts, inner asteroid belts, around other stars for the first time, around the Formalt system. Our ending theme was composed by Audio to ysa.org.au for more information about the Young Scientists of Australia.